Welcome to the Strength in Business podcast, which is all about maximizing your impact by implementing a powerful marketing system that will help you perform at your highest level. And now, here is your host, Chris Rock. Welcome to a new marketing session at Strength in Business. My name is Chris Rock. Now, what works better, offline or online marketing? Life events? No way. I hate speaking to a crowd of people. Yellow pages have always worked great for us, so why change our strategy now? How about we stick to Facebook and Google AdWords and forget all the rest? These are some of the questions, some of the statesmen that pop up in a lot of small business owners' minds. Actually, they are thinking patterns. They're so ingrained in people's belief systems and marketing agendas that it's become hard for them to open up for new ways of driving sales and thus taking the business to the next level. Welcome to the fourth edition of the Small Business Owners series that I started recently. And in the previous weeks and months, I covered the topics of social media, everything that revolves around small business owners. So small business owners, how to handle social media. I talked about Facebook advertising for small business owners, yet without uh, breaking the bank, without having corporate budgets, you can run Facebook advertising and get super awesome results in terms of sales and in terms of high quality leads, if you know what you're doing. And of course, I talked about Amazon Kindle. If you're a small business owner, you can harness that as well. Today, I'd like to shift from the online to the offline world. And that is, I'd like to talk to you about harnessing the power of life events. Now, I know that you can combine the two. That is, you can do life events offline and you can do life events online by streaming, for example, for, from Facebook. And yes, you can integrate the two of them. However, today I'd like to focus more on the offline part and then we'll talk about some integration later on in the game. Let's get started. So adding life events to your marketing portfolio as a small business owner. The fear of public speaking is considered one of the biggest phobias across the world. According to the Chapman University survey on American fears published in the Washington Post, 25.3% of Americans say they fear speaking in front of the crowd, making public speaking the number one phobia in the country. And by now, I can hear some of you loud and clear. Great, Chris. Now you suggest I get up in front of some unknown people and talk about my stuff? Well, not so fast, my friends. Here's what I suggest, and I'll give you step-by-step guide as to how to go about that. First of all, allocate part of your marketing budget to running life events. Now, you don't have to start with a crowd of 300 people, because a lot of people think, okay, I have to do life events, and there have to be like 1,000 people in their room. No, 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 that's not what I'm talking here. Do a life workshop with, say, 10 people, 20 people, whatever feels comfortable for you. Second of all, Prepare yourself to talk to a crowd of people that is made up of your ideal prospects. Don't make the mistake of talking to an unknown audience. That's a huge mistake a lot of people make. 
Know the crowd, know their problems, their frustrations, their pains, know what they're looking for, because this will put you in the best place possible and take out some of the fear you have for public speaking. So number one, small crowd. Number two, talk to your ideal prospects. Talk to a crowd you know. Third of all, master the topic you're going to talk about. Now, if you've been in business for some time and you've achieved a certain level of success, your audience will definitely want to know how you got there and more importantly, how you managed to overcome all the obstacles and roadblocks along the way to turn your business around. It's what savvy small business owners do. I mean, they want to learn from successful peers, right? So put yourself in the best position possible by doing these three things. Now let's move to the next topic, how to pick the right format. There is no one size fits all answer to this question, uh, because some of you will want to talk about best practices, for example, others will prefer to walk the audience through a checklist that has proven to work. For example, if you're in the uh, plumbing or automobile business, that might be a good thing to do. Some of you will focus on features, benefits, and advantages of certain products. Others will do live presentations, live demonstrations, and ask each participant to repeat the process. Whatever topic and format you choose, make sure you follow these guidelines. Number one, you add massive value, okay? So if you do a live event, please, please, please do yourself a huge favor and add massive value. Don't be one of those guys who just want to take the money out of the pockets of your people. Add massive value and let them go home with something they can implement right away to, to take their business and to the next level and improve their lives. So add massive value. Second of all, know what you're talking about. Make sure you have a ton of experience and a proven record, not just something you, you read about in the book. Uh, make sure you have experience in that certain um, area and um, in that topic. Third, answer all questions. In case you don't know the answer to a question, and that happens, right? Um, do email that person the answer later on or hop on a Skype call or whatever it is. Answer all questions, even if it's later in the game. Next, provide transcripts and other useful materials related to the topic that you covered. It's all, always a great thing. You don't have to do it right away. Uh, you can ask for emails or, I mean, you already have the addresses of the people who signed up to your event. You can send them a PDF. Um, I find this uh, being a, a great strategy because if you hand them over the PDFs while doing the workshops, they will start looking through it. If you have a workbook, you want to do the handouts uh, before uh, because you want them to write down. Uh, but other than that, if you really want their 100% attention, you can send the transcripts out uh, later, especially if it's a small crowd. Now, next thing, which is very, very important, include a strong call to action at the end. Make a compelling offer that is hard to refuse. And this last rule on the list is critical. 
I mean, you're talking to your ideal prospects and clients. You have the perfect audience in, in, in the room. You spent your valuable time educating them. Uh, you added massive value. And they, of course, spend their precious time learning from you so that they can improve their businesses and lives. Now, offer them. Give, give them an offer because you want to continue to guide them through the process of implementation and beyond. Um, don't this don't let this opportunity fade away by being too scared to present an outstanding offer and this is important make it an outstanding offer and allow your audience to take you up on that offer and continue to work uh, with you side by side and successful small business owners would do just that I mean if, if somebody wants to implement and go beyond and they've seen the kind of success the level of success that you have achieved and they want to achieve similar levels of success they will take you up on the offer however make sure the offer is compelling and of course the presentation that you do the workshop that you do um, you add relevant information you give them relevant information hands-on information um, and that will um, that will help them now two examples to get you started let's talk practicality here and um, if you've been listening to the podcast you know that i'm um, super practical and uh, giving you a lot of actionable tips here so here are two formats that i deploy when it comes to life events and everything that i talk to you about i do okay it's not something that i read in a book it's um hardcore stuff that i do so here's one of the formats that are that I deploy and that is life workshops. So I do Facebook advertising workshops. Uh, the duration is two hours and I structure it as, uh, for example, I do 30 minutes presentation and one and a half hour Q&A. And oftentimes it kind of mixes because I don't interrupt people. So if I'm on slide number two or three or five, whatever it is, and people have like 20 questions about that, I answer every single question before I move on to the next uh, slide. And oftentimes people will say, um, I had worse up like this. Well, people say, you know what, just, just let's stick at this chart for one hour and just get all our questions answered. And it's fine by me, right? Who's the audience? Small business owners who run Facebook ads themselves. So who are in control of uh, their Facebook advertising. And I also train agencies who... Um, want to take their Facebook advertising game to the uh, next level. Um, these type of workshops are for beginner and intermediate. So that's the level I'm doing. Number of attendees, uh, it varies from five to 20, 20 is max. I didn't do uh, workshops with more than 20 people. And some of the, the locations where I run these uh, workshops, my Facebook advertising workshops. So I've run several in London, in the United Kingdom. I have my next one in June, that's June 26 coming up in Dubai, United Arab Emirates. So if you're there, um, come along. Um, then I have Zurich in Switzerland. I do Bucharest, Romania. I do Budapest, Hungary, among other uh, locations. Um, now, if you want to have a look at how I structure it, just so you swipe it, okay? So you can swipe the way I structured the workshops and it works every single time. I, I have a lot of participants. You can hop over to Eventbrite and uh, just search for Chris Rock and then my profile will appear and at the bottom you'll see the workshops and the way I structure them. Now, please note that I also do a lot of in-house trainings that are not listed on Eventbrite. 
So these are just some of the uh, workshops um, that I do. So that is format number one. And this is something that you can do as well. Um, small groups, five people, 10 people, 20 people, whatever it is that you feel comfortable with. And you don't have to start doing them internationally. If you're a local business, you can do them in your local chapter um, and run these type of events. And you have Eventbrite um, and let Eventbrite uh, manage all the ticketing and everything that come up, comes up uh, with that. Now, the second format that I do, and uh, it's called Marketing Systems Masterclass, MSMC. It's also a live event. However, it is a more advanced thing. I do a two-day intensive seminar. And uh, the audience for that is successful. And I highlight the successful small business owners looking for ways to dramatically transform the quality of their businesses and to boost revenues and profits. And the number of attendees, it's higher. So it's 120 people. That's max. Uh, I always do this with uh, 120 people because I find this to be the perfect number uh, for me to run this two-day uh, intensive um, seminar. Now, locations, in terms of locations, I did several of them in London, United Kingdom again, then Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, I did Bucharest in Romania. Last year, I had Madrid uh, in Spain. Uh, so I'm focusing a lot on the European market here. However, I also uh, did some, several of them in Asia, uh, mainly in Malaysia, Kuala Lumpur. Um, once again, if you want to have a look at how I run them or the structure of that, uh, you can hop over to Strength in Business slash Speaking, and then you'll have my Marketing Systems Masterclass. Again, swipe, take what you think uh, looks good. Um, adjust it to, to your own uh, business and um, yeah, so that you can run your own uh, events as well. Now, uh, next topic, use life events to get in front of a like-minded community of people. This is so important. Look, I've been in marketing and sales for almost two decades now. I've worked in corporate America and I've worked with corporations and small business owners worldwide as a business owner myself. And to this day, I do not know of a more powerful marketing weapon that not only gets you in front of your ideal audience, but more importantly, it provides you with quick, really fast, valuable feedback as to what's good and what isn't good about your topic, about the presentation that you're doing, about the products and services that you're selling, other than life events or workshops. Um, that's why I, I love them because you get feedback so super fast and you get them from the people that matter most to you, from your ideal audience. Hence me telling you, get in front of your ideal audience. You don't want to waste your time. Um, you want to you want to work with the right people. You want to talk to the right people. Now, yes, social media allows you to toot the horn and promote your business across several platforms for little to no money down. Yes, Facebook advertising. I mean, Facebook ads are amazingly underpriced still right now and are super powerful if you know what you're doing. Because I hear a lot of small business owners, yeah, but you know, the corporates and these and that. No, 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 no. Facebook advertising. I mean, the first people who advertised on Facebook were small business owners because corporates will still with their TV. Now they're, they're switching their budgets over to to uh, Facebook, but a lot of them have no clue what they're doing. So again, if you're a small business owner, even with small budgets, if you're creative and if, if you follow certain tactics, 
um, and, and, and strategies. I mean, you're good to go and you can get amazing results due to the demographic data, the micro data, that, um, the granular data that Facebook provides. Uh, now, yes, Instagram influencers, again, are a fantastic way to generate massive attention quickly. Same for Snapchat. Uh, yes, the videos and podcasts, just like I'm doing now, are a fantastic format uh, type and both types. And your results can go through the roof when deployed correctly. And yes, of course, you can sell a bunch of products via Amazon or through your own Shopify store if you have an e-commerce store. However, once again, nothing beats life events and workshops when it comes to big ticket sales. So if you're selling big tickets... I mean, man, life events and workshops are just just super, super powerful. And by the way, who said you should do life events or workshops to the exclusion? Then that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is add it to your marketing portfolio. What I'm saying is combine the marketing vehicles to maximize your outcomes. I mean, promote your life events on all relevant social platforms where your ideal audience likes to hang out. Create a compelling video or a podcast about your upcoming event. Again, I mentioned Dubai, so I'm in Dubai. If you're in Dubai on June 26, come along. I do a Facebook advertising workshop. Say hi, uh, bring your questions along, bring your laptop, your device, show me your ads, show me where you got stuck, and, and I'll help you right on the spot. Uh, next, uh, let your creative juices flow. I mean, don't limit yourself to one single marketing channel. I, I see, I talk a lot to small business owners and they go, you know, I did this workshop and and my next question is, how did you promote it? Because they tell me, oh, you know, just two people showed up. Well, how did you promote it? Oh, I sent out two tweets and I posted it on my Facebook page and I did some local radio thing. That's it? I mean, that's it with, with today's uh, possibilities and opportunities and marketing channels. That, that's not how you should harness this. I mean, promote it across channels, do blog posts, do LinkedIn, uh, send out several tweets, uh, run Facebook ads, uh, whatever it takes um, to get in front of your ideal audience. And once again, another aspect that I'm not covering here is uh, build joint ventures, uh, talk to uh, other people, other industries who are who are not from your industry, but to serve this a similar audience and partner up with them and uh, let them give you uh, some some time when they're doing their next life event so that you can present your stuff. Why not? Um, that is also a viable uh, path to go. Next, bridging the gap. Here's an important part. Bridging the gap between offline and online marketing, the power of integration, because I'm huge into integration. And the biggest mistake that I see people make, I mean, whether small business, big business, or agency, doesn't matter, is that they fall in love with the media and have a hard time letting go of it when it's necessary. Here's what I mean. Oh, but you know, I have so many followers on Twitter, Chris. I mean, it took me years to build my audience on Twitter. And now you want me to move over to Instagram or Snapchat? I mean, does that sound familiar to look to you? Look, it's not about either or. I, I'm not saying, hey, dumb Twitter. You've done all that work and forget Twitter and now jump over to Snapchat or Instagram. That's not what I'm saying. 
what I'm saying is use the most powerful platforms that we have, combine them both online and offline, because what's your goal? Your goal is to grow your business. Uh, so uh, you shouldn't be afraid of using all the channels and everything that is available to you. Now, there's nothing more powerful than integrating offline and online marketing, yet so many small business owners prefer one channel over the other to the detriment of their turnover and profits. Still, there are a lot of small business owners who stick to offline exclusively. Then you have others, especially home businesses, who do just online stuff. Be smarter than that. I mean, adjust your marketing strategy and shift budgets accordingly, appropriately, so that you can scale your business and use both. Don't get stuck in the past. Learn from the past. Keep what's working. Keep what's uh, working offline and add new marketing vehicles as you go. Get your hands dirty. Learn the ins and outs of the new network by going all in. You will have to work. You will have to learn. If you've never done life events, if you've never done a workshop, you will have to learn about this method, about this marketing vehicle. And once you've reached mastery, add the next one to your marketing toolkit. For example, if you're cool with running workshops for 10 or 20 people, you could do a bigger event, uh, say for 50 people or 100 people, or even do a summit later in the game. Why not? Everything is possible. So uh, don't lim limit uh, yourself uh, to whatever it is. Now, over to you. Are life events part of your marketing strategy? How do you leverage them to engage with your audience? Send me a tweet at Chris Rock or DM me on Facebook at Strength in Business and let me know whether you're running events. I don't care whether it's offline or if you're streaming them online on Facebook or any other digital media that you prefer. Let me know whether you're running these events and also let me know how they're uh, working out for you. I'd love to know that. Now, I'd like to end this session with a quote by American writer and lecturer Dale Carnegie. Um, he's also um, the author of the famous, very, very popular bestseller, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. So if you haven't read the book, go ahead. I highly recommend it. It's, it's great. Great sales strategies, great marketing strategies uh, in the book. It's How to Win Friends and Influence People by D Dale Carnegie. Now let's get back to his quote here. There are always three speeches for everyone you actually gave. The one you practice, the one you gave, and the one you wish you gave. Thanks for listening. Thank you for your loyalty. I'll catch up with you in the next episode. Happy marketing. And remember to always play to your strengths. Thank you for listening to the Strength in Business podcast. Submit your questions on strengthinbusiness.com and follow Chris on Twitter at Chris Rock. That's K-R-I-S-Z-R-O-K-K. -K. 